It's time for another power-packed episode of Headspace with Dr. Mike. Each week, Dr. Mike is committed to addressing real life, sometimes polarizing and controversial issues, while offering practical and informed insight. Listen in as we discuss hot topics that matter to us and the communities we live in. What's up, Headspacers? What's up? Oh, man, it's so good to see you. All the Headspacers are out there. What's up, Christy? I'm good. I am chilling this good Saturday morning. It is Just doing my regular routine, getting in the groove. Getting in the groove. You know what? Mm-hmm. It, is a, um, it is a good Saturday morning um, here for those of you who are tuning in. Uh, with, with our live broadcast on Saturday mornings. We do this every Saturday morning, 11 a.m. Eastern time. I don't even want to get into um, what time zone. <laughs> don't do it. Get... Let them figure it out from the Eastern Standard Time, okay? <laughs> what kind of what kind of um, Eastern time? Whatever, Daylight Savings Time, Standard Time, whatever. It mm-hmm. is the time zone. We're in the Eastern Time Zone. And uh, Christy is in the virtual studio with me. For those that are tuning in on our podcast, that uh, broadcast starting every Sunday, we uh, put the newest episode out there. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, we know that you could be tuning in to other podcasts, but we thank you that you added us to your list. And definitely want to give a shout out to the Mothership Elevation Global Media Group. Thank you all so much for all of your continued support. Uh, we love you, we love you, we love you. We counted a privilege to be a part of the Elevation family. Christy. Yes, sir. It has been a week. Is it every me? week? But every week is a week, isn't it? Christy, and I don't know, is that because we're getting older? What is that? It just I felt like this last week was the longest year ever. Like you know, just- I, I do think it's because we're getting older. I think when you know, as you get older, you just more aware of things, and then you obviously have more responsibilities and all that. Mm-hmm. So the weeks they get longer. Mm-hmm. But shorter at the same time. At the same time. <laughs> yes. You know? Especially when it gets to the weekend. Mm-hmm. They go mm-hmm. by like that. Man. Man. <laughs> but you know what? I, I thank the Lord because it could be another way. Amen. I, mean, I, I could be uh, busy just laying, what, laying horizontally and not vertically, being vertical or whatever exactly. they say yeah. Kevin said, it's a beautiful day here in Colorado. Don't know about you, but I feel like going for a roll. Does that, you know what, Kevin? You go for a roll, brother. <laughs> You go for a roll. We are in the middle of production season at my church here in Baltimore, Mount Pleasant Church and Ministries, and we are um, we opted to every Good Friday in East in Resurrection. We we know it is Resurrection around here, mm-hmm. and um, we opt every year for Good Friday. We actually have the service on Good Friday that Friday. You know, this is when Jesus was crucified, and we've done it over the last few years where we've actually had Jesus on the cross. He has the makeup depicting the scars and then we have like um three different preachers <coughs> excuse me that pre that we divide up the seven last sayings on the cross and they preach on it but then we have acting around it mm-hmm. and so um, when the covid started we didn't um we you know obviously we did it virtually and so this year everything's opening up by the way that cough was just an allergy cough it was not a covid cough just want to make sure i'm clear <laughs> but um we opted to you know church is happening but we said you know what let's go ahead and just record um as much as we can so we like recorded a lot of the acting a lot of the music um there's a couple of live elements we're really excited the melanie daniels 
is coming um, on Resurrection Sunday morning uh, to lead us in worship and to actually be a part of our festivities. Um, so we're doing some elements of the live, but we're also doing a lot of it pre-recorded. And today is the day where we crucify Jesus. Mm. Yes, and it always just wears me out. It just wears me out. The whole, the whole when we when we get closer to Easter, we'll probably talk more about it. But it just wears me out. Like when you just think of what he went through mm -hmm. um, so that we could have eternal life. You know, that we gotta just have life that we were supposed to have with God, you know? Amen. And, um, and then the other piece about it that as you know, we were in the scripting of it, <clears throat> at the end of the day, he wasn't so bent out of shape about the physical pain. It was that separation from God right. that, that wore him down. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so it just wears me out though because when I look at that, I'm just like, oh my gosh, like this is what he did. And even though you know the guy, the guy that's playing Jesus, he can just rip those things off, the prosthetics off, and mm -hmm. take a shower, and he's done bleeding, right? But <laughs> it just yeah, it gets me. puts it in perspective. It puts it in perspective. So what's happening in the world? What give us some some head head notes? Yeah, I have a few things, and I know you have a few things on your list that we're going to chat about. Uh, should we start with Katanji? I think we should just start with her. We got to talk about Anji Katanji. Yes, like, we have to. I mean, oh, I you know. I just, you and I both, we grew up in an environment where, I mean, we were the majority, right? But mm -hmm. we also grew up in an environment where we recognized that that, that wasn't the case in the world, right? So we know yes. it. But both, and both of us, we, you know, we were in the top five to 10% of our high school class. Like we were in honors and AP classes. And so we know what black excellence looks like. Mm -hmm. And if there is anyone that wants to contest her um, being eligible and being qualified for that job, dare I say, given the, the bar that has been set, she actually is overqualified. I'm just going to say it. Like, I mean, when you look at the standard that's been set up, everybody that's sitting on that, that bench, mm -hmm. she's excelled at all. And I think the part that just really drives me nuts is in order for her to at least get any type of respect, that's what it had to look like for her. Oh, yeah. She couldn't walk. She couldn't have walked in there with the credentials of Amy Cohen Barrett or Neil Gorsuch or yeah. Clarence Thomas and make it through. No. Uh, even beyond her academia, her academic qualifications, mm -hmm. to me, it was her demeanor. Yes. The peace that surpasses all understanding yep. that was upon that sister. Uh, yeah, I'm not cut out for that position because the way they were coming for her, yep. the temperament that she yep. displayed yep. during that. Yeah. Uh, I I was just like I mean that's what I think her whole sisterhood and brotherhood were just ready to fight you know fight them all for her yeah. because she just had such peace. I mean you could be when you're a part of the culture you know certain pauses yeah. certain looks mm -hmm. you know uh, physical uh, just movements when we mm -hmm. sit back for a second and yeah. lean in yeah. you know what all that means yeah we we were able we all we all know the script of her internal monologue. We know exactly yes. what we're going through. We know the PG version and we know the rated R version of what was yes. going through her head. We know it. Yes. And I Everybody honestly, if I'm being transparent, I did watch, mm -hmm. you know, some of the proceedings, uh, but I, I had to turn it off. I had mm -hmm. to turn it off because I just couldn't. The Lindsey Graham and Ted Cruz 
yeah. were taking me to a place where I was not having peace. Therefore, because yeah. I'm always saying I had to protect my peace, right? Mm -hmm. And so to protect my peace, I had to go away because right. I was ready to take a drive. <laughs> Dead because right. And you know what? And I'm gonna say this, and I and you know, I have a lot of I have a lot of evangelist evangelical white evangelical friends, some of which probably, you know, if they're tuning in today, they're probably upset with this. And that's, it is what it is. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I was disappointed in those two particularly. Here's why. why. They're supposed to be the beacon and the benchmark for that whole movement. And they acted like kids. Like, first of all, they Ted Cruz do, was just out of pocket. Ted, Ted Cruz was just out of pocket. Like there was nothing. It was just out of pocket. Like, and I get, and I get that there were, you know, I get everybody because the argument that they want to use was they acted like this with Amy Cohn Barron. Well, they acted like I get what you're saying, but you can't compare apples to oranges for a number of reasons. One, when Neil Gorsuch came through, it was after they sat on President Obama's pick for over a year <laughs> because they were saying elections have consequences. Then when Amy Cohen Barron was going through. They rushed it through, like they broke rules to make sure that she got to sit on the bench because they wanted to make sure she was there in time mm -hmm. to rule on any type of contesting of um, Roe v. Wade and any type of contesting of the election. So they were being they were being ridiculous. <clears throat> That's a fact. I mean, I don't. I think it's coming out now in the wash that that was a fact. And so to say this, this woman is qualified, and the case that they rested on was on sentencing guidelines for child pornography. And, 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 and I found out from a number of folk that I know in, in, in law that have said that her rating when it comes to those types of cases or her ranking or whatever mm -hmm. is consistent with other federal judges. I think it was like 77%. Yeah, they were like, yeah. she, didn't, she didn't do anything different than anyone else mm -hmm. on average did because, and she, she said, she said, look, she said, you can't just base it on just one Little fact. There's other. There's other pressing things. And here's the other thing. What happened to grace? I don't know about y'all, but the Bible that I read about talks about grace. So how do you know that this? I think one of the cases they were talking about. And I'm not y'all. My doctorate is not in law. Right. So I'm not even going to try to claim that. But I think they talked about it was a, first. It was an 18 year old that clearly has issues. Right. Clearly has issues. And one of the benchmark cases that they were using to try to prove their point was based off of her light sentences for this 18-year-old. Well, there were other factors that she... Anyway, I just... Auntie, we love you. Yes. Very proud I, of you. I'm she represented very man. well. Cory Booker, man, you know, sometimes he could be a little team too too much for me. Him, oh, and, yeah. uh, man, him and Van Johnson, Jones could just... They wear me out a little bit. But... <laughs> He he was all right. I appreciated. I appreciated the black man being yes. there, standing up for the black woman. It was beautiful to see. I appreciated yes. that. Yes. So so while we're on the Supreme Court kick, do you want to talk about uh, Clarence Thomas's wife? <laughs> you talk about Jenny? Is it is it Jenny? Yeah, her name is yeah. Virginia. Virginia Thomas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 She yeah. was a, a insurrectionist. You know, yeah, she was a cheerleader for she it. Was, she had the pom-poms and everything. They got the text messages now talking about how she was telling uh, Mark Meadows, y'all need to go for it. And Yes, go forth. How is that? <laughs> okay, first of all, let's be clear, listeners. We don't wish any ill will on anyone. No. I'm glad to hear that Judge Thomas is recovering at home from his mysterious infection. 
right? Absolutely. So I'm I'm really I'm I'm praising God that that's happening for him because I don't wish that on anybody. Mm-hmm. So to that end, though, um, how is that not a conflict of interest? You mean to tell me that you didn't know your wife was doing this, and if you and if you didn't know, your wife doesn't know well enough the position that you hold to you, not be mixed into. I just. You know what? It's just another it's another layer or another level of rules, separate rules yeah. <laughs> for people. I just I am convinced of it. If they had been anybody else. Right. That that that. It don't make sense to me. Like what? How and how you- how do you think this is not going to be found out? Like <laughs> the audacity. The audacity. I don't know, Christy. I, I'm amazed. I, I am kind of just amazed. I mean, but she they got the I mean they got her. She she wanted to turn them votes around and he and there making uh, decisions that are supposed, you know, he wanted to hear the cases about overturning some of the elections and mm, I don't know. Recuse thyself. Have I several seats. <laughs> I don't know. I, I it's some funny stuff. It's some funny stuff, but you know. That's the world that we living in right now, I guess. I, I just don't know. It's 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 I told you it was the long it was a long this last week was the longest year ever. <laughs> it, it was. It was. We, on, a brighter about- note, on a brighter note though, now I know you aren't really into the whole March Madness thing. Like you don't no. really get into it like that. But can we talk about the peacocks? Yeah, I now I did know about the peacocks. That's been like the big story yeah. out of these games thus far. Um, but yeah, the, the peacocks, where do they where are they from again? New Jersey, Jersey, yeah. State, New Jersey. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I hear and every bit, know, of, and they're every bit, they're every bit of Jersey. Like it's so funny. Like it's just they they were celebrating and stuff. I was like, but that's Jersey though. That's <laughs> that's how the the people from Jersey act. Like they <laughs> come through peacocks. Well, and here's the best part about it: it was National Peacock Day yesterday. Was it? Yep. Yeah. Peacock peacocks. The peacocks won on National Peacock Day. Ain't that something? Beautiful. The first fifteenth seed to make it to the Elite Eight. Good for them. Awesome. Congratulations them. to them. It always makes me feel good to see people's uh, dreams and desires and visions of what they could have, just to see it fulfilled. Even if they don't make it past the Elite Eight, although I don't know. I mean, they 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 taking. I mean, they they taking names along the way, so I don't know. It it, yeah. it would be fascinating. I mean, wouldn't that be something if they make it at least to the final four? Yes, Kevin, my my bracket's been busted because um not they won, but then you had number one seeds busting Gonzaga included. I had Gonzaga winning, and they're done. Arizona's done. Um, yeah, it's a mess. It's a whole mess. But you know what? That's why it's called March Madness. Let's go ahead and take a break, Crystal. birth to a lot of endeavors here in 2021 everyone has had to get in touch with their inner producer our man garrett brace is one of those guys you need on your team we at headspace with dr michael clients of his as he ensures all of our audio files are crisp clean and cool if you have any audio video and even lighting needs hit them up at g walt services on instagram remember g walt services servicing all your audio video and lighting needs So we were um, in a while ago, and you know, Shavella and Mike always talk to me about how 
I always use them as examples, and I'm going to use them as an example today. So, Mike and Chevelle, beware. Uh, we were packing for a trip, and uh, I don't remember where we were going, but we were packing for a trip, and you know, I just I was doing five hundred thousand things, and um, in in the midst of packing, I was looking for my socks, and I had a whole bunch of socks. Uh, Chevelle did a real good job of making sure that you know all our stuff was washed and folded and put away. And I had, I knew I had my socks. I had grabbed them and I was like, you know, I couldn't find them. And my first inference was, you know what? I know what I know about my socks. And I was blaming everybody in the house. I was blaming everybody. I was like, you moved my socks. Where'd you move my socks to? Shavella's looking like, I don't know what to tell you. Last I did, they were put here. Even Mike was like, daddy, I didn't, you know, he was, he was just there, but I just was blaming everybody because I knew in my heart, I believed in my spirit. I believed in my soul. I believed that I did not do anything to move them socks. Well, oh, about 30 minutes after me fussing, because, you know, I'm a fire sign, so I tend to fuss a bit. Fussing, fussing, fussing. <laughs> I go into the bedroom and I just happen to look at the love seat in our bedroom. And guess what's on the love seat? The socks I was missing. <laughs> and as soon as I saw them, I realized what had happened. What had happened was in the process of packing, I had picked them up, put them in the love seat because I wanted to make sure I had them ready to go. So when it was time to put them, because I usually use my socks and I usually stuff them in the shoes and different parts of um, when I'm packing. I wanted to have them available so that I could do it. But in that whole amount of time, I was ready to blame everybody else for something that I had done. So the title of my heads up today is Who Moved My Socks? <laughs> Who Moved My Socks? And many of us, you know, you may be laughing and stuff, but, you know, a lot of us find ourselves in the situations that we find ourselves now be it um, career-wise, financially-wise, relationship-wise, socially-wise, we find ourselves in situations and, and what tends to be a natural uh, way about going about things is we tend to want to blame other people for why we're in the situation that we're in. Now, think about what I just said. We're blaming other people for the situation that we're in. I'm going to say that one more time. We're blaming other people for the situation that we're in. And that doesn't even sound right, does it? But we do it all the time. You know, if you had loved me just a little bit more, I may not have blank. If you had just let me do what I wanted to do when I was a kid, I wouldn't have been blank. If you had just, and we, we, we can go through a laundry list of things that had someone else not done, we would have been blank. Why is it that we like to put so much power as it pertains to us and our personal being? We like to put it on so many on other people. We like to relinquish control, so to speak. Now, when I talk about relinquishing control, there is a relinquished control that we all, I do believe that we need to do is that to yield ourselves to the moving of God. And you all know I, I'm unapologetically a, a believer who, excuse me, believes in the power of God and the manifestations of his purpose in our life and that sort of thing. So that's not what I'm talking about. What I am talking about is the fact that God has given each and every one of us a free will and he's given us an opportunity to make decisions for ourselves. Um, nothing that happens, God has not signed off on, right? But he allows things to happen. And so there are things that we didn't do. And so my question is, when it comes to who moved my socks, just like that situation where I was at, you know what? At some point, we have to start coming into grips with the fact that, you know what? I'm where I am or I'm headed where I'm going to be. 
I have to play a big part in making that happen. So I want to give you a couple of things. When you think about the word moved, right? Who moved my socks? And you can replace socks with anything else in your life. Who moved it? The first thing you have to do is develop a mindset. What is it? It's a, it's a growth mindset. Many of us are in what we call a fixed mindset about certain things. Uh, for instance, um, there are certain things that I like a certain way. That's a fixed mindset. If you make it differently, let me tell you something. My wife, um, you know, is a great cook, an awesome cook. And, um, you know, for the most part, she makes things awesome for me, you know, for what I like. But there are some things that she makes that just doesn't hit it for me because I like it a certain way. Um, there's no one in the world that can make cream of wheat as good as my mommy can. <laughs> Nobody. My dad, his cream of wheat was never hit the spot. Um, I even told Shavella, I can't even make I can't even make cream of wheat good to make it taste like how my mama makes it. And um, I told Shavella early in our marriage, I said, I'm just going to let you know, I don't just eat anybody's cream of wheat. <laughs> and she, she got over it. So the funny thing about it is, though, little Mike, he won't eat anybody else's oatmeal except for, for hers. I tried to make oatmeal for him, and he was like, yeah, this ain't it. <laughs> so I, I wonder if that's even a, a boy thing. But nonetheless, um, I have a fixed mindset when it comes to cream of wheat. The only type of cream of wheat I like is what my mom made not anybody else. Even though you could be the best cream of wheat maker in the world, fixed mindset says, you know what? I like it this way. This is where I'm at. Growth mindset says, well, you know what? Even though they don't necessarily make it the way my mom made it, they still make it well. And you know what? Maybe I just need to adjust my, my taste buds and start coming to grips with the fact that this is this can be good too. It's just not the way my mom made it. That's a, a growth mindset. A growth mindset says, you know what? I'm willing to move beyond where I'm at. I'm willing to move beyond my comfort zone and move into the next thing. And so as you may find yourself in a situation where your socks are being moved and you're wondering why is it that you're not moving anywhere, it starts with your mindset. What kind of mindset do you have going into it? Do you feel as if you've learned everything you could possibly learn about anything in the world? Or do you feel like there's always something that you can learn and you can grow into? Now, when you think about who moved, you got the mindset figured out, then you got to own it. You have to own the fact that you know what, you're in the situation that you're in because you're in the situation that you're in. It is, yes, there may have been other factors that may have contributed, but at the end of the day, you're in a situation where you can actually make up in your mind, you know what, this is what I'm going to do. Now, am I, does it mean it's going to be easy? No, it doesn't mean it's going to be easy. Let me tell you something. I don't, anything that, that that's worth having, you need to do some work for it. I mean, seriously, I think we live in this culture that um, says that, you know what, I want to get it when I want to get it, how I want to get it. And we live in this Burger King, have it your way right away at Burger King now. But you know what, actually, most things that are sustainable, that really actually have some, some meat to them, it takes time and it takes work. You want to have a good business and you're looking at all these people on Facebook and Instagram and, and TikTok that are doing these things, it took work. And it didn't look as pretty as it looks now. But guess what? You got to own every decision that you make and understand that there are consequences, good and bad, that contribute to where you're at. All right, here it is. The, the V is volunteer. You have to volunteer for the things that get you excited. You have to put yourself in the posture of getting those things. If there's some, is there some experience that you need to? Well, guess what? You're not always going to get paid to do it. And matter of fact, are you really good enough to get paid to do it? There's some times where you want to get paid to do something and you're not really payable. Like you're not really good at it. Like you're all right, but it's a hobby for you right now. And that's okay because that's how you develop in your skills. But then one day the opportunity will come when you start getting paid. I ever think back to the fact 
that I can honestly say that I am a professional speaker. And um, I am grateful for those speeches that I gave where I just literally showed up. Thank you, Kevin. I appreciate it. I just showed up and I walked out the door after I was done and didn't have a penny more because of the speech. I think about that a lot. And now I think about the fact that I can command $10,000 for an audience to listen to me for 45 minutes, sometimes 20 minutes. Why? It took work. It took time. But I had to volunteer early on to be able to do those things. And by the way, if you want to book me to speak, it doesn't always cost $10,000. <laughs> just so you know. Um, but the key is you got to volunteer for those things, right? You can't just know that you're not going to get paid for everything that you may want to do. You got to put the work in. Here's the E. The E is you got to evolve. Recognize that evolution has to happen. The cell phones that we have, the cars that we have, they are outdated within a couple of years. Why? Because technology has changed. Needs have changed. Usage has changed, right? Um, you have to get updates all the time. Our phones, our computers. I know you ever left your computer on and then all of a sudden you come back to use it the next day and it's going to reboot because it did some updates overnight, right? And it did some, some, some critical functions needed to be fixed and some things needed to happen. Why? So that it could be relevant for where it's at now. Stop thinking that these things that you learned back in the day, just because you learned them back in the day, are impactful now. Yeah, some of the principles may be the same, but they have to be applied differently. We're in a different world. So you got to evolve into those things. You don't have to necessarily change who you are inside, but you got to look a little different. You got you to come to meet the needs. You Listen, let me tell you something. The clothes of the 70s look great, and while they do come back stylistically, they are slightly different now, right? Now, go try to wear them clothes that you were wearing in the 70s and wear it now and see how far they get you. Now, women, y'all, it's a little easier for y'all because y'all can kind of recycle clothes. I get it. Guys, we can't do that. We can't do that. Matter of fact, I don't even think the fabric is strong enough for it to withstand all that. <laughs> if you can even fit in it. But here's the last one. When we talk about who moved, right? Mindset, own, volunteer, evolve. Last but not least, D is decide. You got to make the decision. This is what I want to do. You make the decision. They're not paying you enough? Okay. If they're not paying you enough, well, you got two choices. You can stay and just not make as much as you would like to make, or you can move on to the next thing. If there is a next thing, that's not their fault. That's yours because you decided to stay there. But if you do decide that you're going to stay there, then now at that point, you forfeited the right to complain and to hold back because now you still have to play 100% because playing 100% speaks to your character, speaks to your ethics, speaks to your integrity. If you need to move on to the next thing, move on. I get it. But if you decide that you're going to stay in that situation, you got to put the work in as if it is the most ideal situation for you, even if it's not. You got to put the work in. And that's, that's my heads up. Follow the Headspace with Dr. Mike show on all social media platforms at Headspace DM. We want to keep you up to date on all of our hot topics and keep the dialogue going even after the show. We also value what's important to you and your community. DM your show ideas to us on Instagram or Facebook. The next time you log on, you may hear Dr. Mike discussing the very topic or issue close to your heart.
So it's a great time of year, Christy. Uh, my wifey loves the Oscars. Mm. The Oscars, and they are this weekend. Um, do you do anything for the Oscars? Do you watch them? Do you follow them? I watch them here and there. It just depends on what movies have been released the year before that I'm interested to see if they get any kind of recognition for. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not pumped about them. I know I remember you saying that Shavella was like, look, this is my thing. When we get together, you need to understand that this is my thing. I want to watch it, and it's a big thing for her. But it's not as big of a deal for me. Um, so, But I might tune in. I may. We'll see. Yeah, it tends to be long. It tends to be long, especially when they get into the middle when they talk about the um, the technical aspects of it. And I get it because I mean, you know, you can't really have those movies without those technical aspects. But I just want to see what the top movie is. Um, I really do want to see. I'm hoping that um, Will Smith gets the yes. the top actor. Like I really do. He's so far it seems as if all roads are leading to it, but we all know that it can change, and um, you know, it just depends on what the Academy is thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just I think it would be awesome for him to get it. Um, I th- I mean I think his performance in uh, King Richard was phenomenal. Um, I always am amazed when they're able to take on the personalities of who they're acting. It's amazing. I mean, yeah. it, it it shows they truly. I mean, with him, he's done it over and over again. Him and Jamie Foxx, you know, really get into. They just go all in. I yeah. mean, I do believe they just morph into the person. Yes, and uh, they they truly study the character, the person, and yes. their traits, their speech patterns, their yeah. just everything about them, and they completely encompass the role. Yes. So I'm I'm really super excited for his, the potential of him getting that. Just think about where Will Smith started, right? You know, and in West Philadelphia, yeah, <laughs> exactly. On the playground is where I spent most of my days. Mm-hmm. Did he do summertime before that or after that? Before, I believe. I believe it was before. Because remember, we all knew Will Smith for being a rapper. Before he became, yep. Yeah, before he became, you know, Will Smith from Fresh Prince. Yeah, Fresh Prince of Air. But speaking of the Oscars, though, did you hear about this? Did you hear about what Halle Berry was saying? No, what was she saying? So Halle Berry, uh, I guess some she was being interviewed and she just talked about how heartbroken she is that she is still the only black woman to have won Hmm. best actress. And she just talked about how, you know, she thought that her winning would be just the, the beginning of all these black women getting recognition for their skill in acting. And she's just very disappointed. And as she said, heartbroken by the fact that we haven't, it's, that was 2002. Yeah. Yeah, and I remember I remember that one even being controversial because mm-hmm. people role. weren't sure that that was the one, that movie that should have gotten her the Oscar. Yeah. I remember that. Monster's Ball, right? Monster's Ball, yep. Because mm-hmm. it was the same year that Denzel won it for Training Day. Right. They both won it the same year. Yep. You know what, Christy? And you know, this, this is, I'm glad you brought that up because I think We've been hearing, we've been hearing undertones of this for a while, and as a black man, um, I have to say that I have appreciated how you all have championed around us and really tried to put us, you know, recognizing that there is, you know, an, uh, I'm going to say it, a spiritual attack against the black man, right? You know, and and there was a reason why Satan really went out of his way to get rid of of 
to try to get rid of the black man, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. um, but there is something for the vitriol against the black woman. Um, oh, yeah. I, I just, I, I feel like, and, and, you know, you read the signs and, you know, somebody could say, well, you know, they're just not, they're not, they're not movies that are staring enough. And I'm like, well, why, why is that? Like, why is it that black women aren't being cast in those pivotal roles? Because you can't tell me that when a, a movie is getting made, um, you can't tell me that they're not thinking in their mind we're shooting for the Oscar for this. You can't tell me that they aren't thinking that. Like, sure. I, I, I almost feel like some of the movies are already groomed to win awards, right? Mm -hmm. And so why is it? And then, I mean, I guess the argument is, well, you know, people don't go out and, and watch Black women. Why is that? Why is it that the world seems to hate the Black woman? What is that about? Oh, Mike, that's a loaded question. I don't I think we have enough time for that. I know. I, I don't know. I just I, I guess that's a question and maybe and maybe we'll have to deal with it another day. But I just I even I even sat and watched um, the, the, the hearings. And I was just like I, I watched I watched Amy Cohen Barrett go through her thing and they weren't they weren't that na nasty to her. They weren't that. nasty. Well, the black woman is considered so strong. She can handle it all. And yeah. It, it it's a uh, I mean we can even link that to like healthcare and all of that the fact that when a black woman complains about something or is bringing bringing attention to something regarding her health to her physician that mm -hmm. many times it is dismissed yeah because they don't they don't take it seriously yeah um, because we're so strong and yeah and I mean I remember what said. Somebody even talked about how um, I think the, the the white supremacist guy Clack or whatever his name is. Um, I agree, Shirella. We're stronger than most men give us credit for. I, Shirella, I watched you go through different things, and I mean, you your resilience. Just watching you, watching my mom go through what she has gone through. You you don't have to convince me. I get it. Like I I just get it, and I think it's I'm becoming more aware of it, and it breaks my heart. Um, and I know that wasn't where we were going with this conversation about the Oscars, but I think that's a part of the conversation. I think that Absolutely. really does need to be a part of the conversation that, you know, I mean, you're attacked on every different front. Like, for instance, I've walked through the airport and I've seen um, non-Black women walk through the airport dressed any old way, but yet y'all got attacked for wearing your bonnets. And I'm like, the, I mean, yeah, I prefer like, you know, on a personal level and on a selfish level, I prefer you not wear the bonnet, right? But at the same token, like, why can't you? Like, you you want your hair to look nice when you get to your destination, just like anybody else wants their hair to look nice when they get to the destination. And at the end of the day, you're not interviewing for a job at the airport. You're literally just going to get on a plane. But yet it's like you're attacked even in that. Like, I just, I don't know. It just, it bothers me. Well, yeah. think about how we feel, Mike. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, my hats go off to you all. I mean, it's okay. I think we're... We're 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 on our way, Mike. I'm not even worried about it. Yeah, I know. If we're on I our know. way, and, and, and I don't want. And I, I do think. I think as a whole, we do live in. We do have some misogynistic tendencies, even beyond the black woman thing. So I want to make sure everybody understands. I just think that, fellas, we have to do better by our women in general. Um, I think we have to do better by women and women in general. I even think back to. I remember when um Shirelle and I were getting married, and we were going through premarital counseling. And um, Bishop, you know, we always talk about women's wives submit to your husbands. You know, we always talk about that. But there's another part of that verse. Keep reading. Read. Read. Exactly. 
What you say? No, I was saying keep on reading. Yeah, it says woman. Well, look, now I'm good for that because my parents used to always hit me with um, children obey your parents in all things, but this is well pleasing to the Lord. Right. And I'll be like, yeah, but the rest of it says, if fathers do not provoke your sons to wrath. <laughs> you know, we like to take a scripture and just make make the verse fit, but let's just take the whole thing. And it does. I really was, it really clued me into the idea that it says we're supposed to submit to each other. And we submit to each other in the role that we play. We all play a role, and there, but there is still a level of submission. You know, and some people, they don't like the word submission. They call it respect. And I mean, I guess if if you have to find a substitute for it, there is a level of respect for each other. Um, but that submission piece is important. It is important. I'm saying it's rooted. It's rooted in trust. It's rooted in trust. Yeah, mm -hmm. I agree. Absolutely. I agree. Well, nonetheless, um, Hallie, I hope that we we get ourselves in a situation where we can see more um, black women win that top spot. Because um, I don't really think Jennifer Hudson was even nominated this year for her role in Respect. You know, I have to admit, I have not seen it. Really? I, I have it. not seen it. I'm going to tell you why. So first of all, I, I I think I should have been a movie critic in my in my former life. Like that might have been my next thing. I am really critical, extremely critical when it comes to movies and even shows on television and all of that. And I I have not seen it for myself, but I've heard like different people's opinions about it. Some people were raving about it. Others were like, mm, wasn't all that great. Uh, so I, I, I'm going to reserve. I, I don't have an opinion because I haven't seen it. Jennifer Hudson, I am in awe of what she's done with her career. Yeah. You know, uh, I think she's a wonderful singer and all of that. Um, her acting's okay. I think she does an okay job. I don't think, um, yeah, well, I, I'm going to reserve that. I haven't seen it. Go see it. Go see it. I, I'm curious. Did, now, did you see um, the one that they had on National Geographic? Um, I did. That, um, you didn't see that one either? No. You need to watch those. They're really good. I learned a lot about um, I learned a lot about Aretha Franklin from both of those um, because, you know, Aretha Franklin, and it kind of comes up in the movies, that she actually was just very private. Like, she did a good job of just keeping her business to herself. And she had... Um, she had actually, she had, um, you know, she had a lot of things that she had to battle with. Um, Kevin asked, didn't Jay Hud get the Oscar for? No, she got it for supporting actress. Supporting, yeah. Supporting actress, which does help her get go towards the EGOT. Matter of fact, I think all she's missing is a, um, she got a Tony, I think, for Color Purple. Mm -hmm. She got the, she got the Grammy. Did she get a Grammy? I don't know. She she got would an Oscar. Be, would it be interesting if that's the one she hasn't gotten? Yeah, yeah, the Grammy of all of them. Yeah, right. Yeah, I don't know, but no, she got it for supporting. She was a supporting actress in um, Dream Girls. So, Effie, Effie White. Yes. All right, let's go ahead and take a quick break. We are getting summons for break. Let's do it. Our world is filled with polarizing topics that land most people on one side or the other. The Headspace with Dr. Mike team isn't afraid to take them on. Monthly, we will invite people on both sides of some of the most controversial topics from the serious to the silly to debate their positions. We look forward to charged discussions that will inform and entertain. DM your head-to-head -head show ideas to us on Instagram or Facebook at Headspace DM.
Well, we're going to do some head-to-head, but Christy, you just reminded me of something. How do you get uninvited to the Grammys? Your name has to be Kanye. <laughs> oh my gosh, he stays. You know what? He stays. He stays on people's lips. I. I don't know. Uh, he is. I don't even know if I call him an enigma, but I just. <laughs> he. Just pray for him. That's what I'm gonna do. That's all you can do. And I'm gonna tell you that his gospel CD, the the one, the one he did a while a couple mm-hmm. years ago, was busting. I loved it. Like, yeah. So I love the arrangements that he did with the songs. Um, uh-huh. To this day, I still love what he did with Revelation 19:1. And yeah. um, a Jeffrey Lavalle, who actually wrote that song, um, you know, it put it back on the map for him. You know, mm-hmm. he, I'm friends with him on Facebook, and he was just blown away at how it, it hit the Billboard, and he got, I mean, he's getting awards now. His, I know his royalty, his residual is is off the roof. So I'm sure he's he was blessed by Kanye, but I really, I mean, he just. He's so artistic and so talented. It's just, it just, it does, it, it just makes me sad to see. Sometimes that creativity and that talent are yeah. fused with yeah. the issues. Yeah. I think one begets the other. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I I um yeah. Nonetheless, we're gonna be praying for you, Kanye. And yes. sorry Absolutely. you don't get to go to the Grammys, but get it together so you can go next time. Yeah, it's head to head time. You know what? You know the world has been so just tight and just sad and dreary. Um, let's make a fun head to head. So you know I'm a corporate trainer, right? So that's kind of what I do for my day job. And um, so a lot of times when we start um, our training sessions, you know we do the little icebreakers, and uh, we like to ask different questions and just get mm-hmm. people's point of view. So. Why don't we do a few of those? Because I just, I think that would be fun. So, and those of you who are tuning in with us um, live right now, go ahead and let us know what your answer is too, because we want to see. So if you had a choice, there's there's two superpowers that you could get. Mm -hmm. The choice was you could have x-ray vision or you could have teleportation. All right. X-ray vision or teleportation. Which one would you would you take? Oh, that's easy. Teleportation. Teleportation. Okay. Right. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Yeah. I think I, I think I would go for that. Why would you go for teleportation? Talk about. I mean, look. I mean, the the, the comical part about this, you wouldn't have to worry about gas prices anymore. Listen. <laughs> listen. 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 I mean, how many? I mean. Think about how much time you would save being able to teleport from one place to the next. Yeah. Yeah. Time saver. You yeah. can almost be at one place at the same time. I mean, two places at the same time. Yeah. You know, if you're able to kind of manage it, man. Yeah. You could be super husband, super wife, super dad, super mom. Man, come on. Yeah. I, I, I could go for that. Kevin said x-ray vision. Who? X-ray vision. Okay. David said teleportation. He said teleportation mm-hmm. for sure. I guess I would have I would have to go for um, teleportation. I think teleportation would probably be the best one of um, of the two. I'm with you. I have more time to get to. Um, I have more time to just do what I want to do. I don't have to go through the, the hassle of whatever, whatever. Yeah, 
All right, here's the next one. Would you rather... Would you rather travel back in time to meet your ancestors hmm. or to the future to meet your descendants? Travel back in time to meet your ancestors or move to the future to meet your descendants? My gut said future. You'd like to go to the future? To meet my descendants. Descendants. Okay. All right. It would, you know, because you have, a, you know who you are. You have a sense of yourself. Mm -hmm. For the mm -hmm. most part, and I think I would be interested in how much of me continued. Yeah. What are yeah. my great great grandchildren, you know, doing okay. that was inspired by me? Because that obviously was inspired by somebody before me. Mm -hmm. And so I think I would like to go forward as opposed to backward. But what if you see something that, like, like because of something that you did, it it impacted the future. Like, I mean, I, I hear you, but I think the same could be said if you go backward. I mean, you probably will see some things that you didn't, didn't necessarily, you didn't know about. True. And that, that can have some yeah. negative, you know, implications as well. Yeah. So, I don't yeah. Know, I think either way. I think I, would, I think I would go back in time. I would really like okay. to just see what made this. <laughs> what, what this is. My mom tells me all the time that, um, and my grandmother used to say that my grandfather, Daddy Herman, was a, a great preacher. And so I would like to go back and hear, mm -hmm. like, hear him preach and stuff like that. Just, I would like to see some of the, just how far back into history we are a part of this country. Like, what aspects of my relatives were slaves or what were they doing before this? And like, you know, I just, I would like to see that. I would like to see what made all this. So let's see, we got um, Brenda Butler said she would like to go back to the past. David Johnson said, go back to the past. Um, they would like to go back to the past. Kevin said time travel. Well, it, it's all time travel, Kevin. So you got to specify, are we doing front or back? Which one are we doing? <laughs> all right. How about this one? Would you rather have invisibility or flight. Mm. Invisibility or flight. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go with my gut. Invisibility. Be invisible. I'm with you on that. Yeah. The invisibility just gives you an opportunity to just learn so much incognito negro, as I like to say. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> um and Oh yeah, invisibility. Yeah, I think yeah. I like invisibility too. I don't know though. I think flight would just be dope. I mean, it would be. I I guess I wonder if you could be invisible. If you could have a level of invisibility in flight. I don't know. <laughs> I want to have like too. <laughs> you trying to, try to combine them? <laughs> all right, all right, all right. This is fun. We got some more. Um, Kevin said he would like to do flight. Um. And he also said to answer the back one, he would either go back in time. All right. Live without heat and AC or live without social media? I'm going to go with live without social media. You know what? The fact that I had to give this some thought. <laughs> I know. I, I was ashamed of myself because I paused. <laughs> <laughs> The fact that I had to give, I'm like very upset with myself that I even had to give this a thought. Like, 
there was a time, Mike, there was a time when we did this before. This wasn't a thing. What's that? So we can live without social media. We it's hard to imagine right now, but we can do that. I don't like to be cold. Neither. Okay. You ain't you ain't never I do lied. not like to be cold. You're so I'm gonna need the heat. You done never lied. You ain't never lied. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. I, I <laughs> everybody's doing with social media. I think I'm just more upset with myself that it took me forever to um Mike, replay. There was a pause about at least five, six seconds. We were like, <laughs> I was upset that I had to think about that. <laughs> Kevin said, I tried to without AC and couldn't do it. Oh, no, you ain't, you ain't never lied. Shoot. I'm not going to lie to y'all. I'm telling y'all, like, y'all take this, take these little warnings seriously. And I'm not trying to make light of it, but like, Russia is pissed. It's ticked off. I should, can't say pissed. I just said it again. They're ticked. And so, Y'all understand that we're getting hit into the summer months, and if they knock out the energy grid, we in trouble because <laughs> ain't no AC, ain't no no heat. Oh my gosh, like whoo! Mm. Oh my gosh, what song or album could you listen to on repeat? So this is not quite a head to head. What song or album could you listen to on repeat? So if I, while you're thinking, if I were going to go, um, if I were going to go gospel, mm-hmm. it would have to be um, Fred Hammond's, um, Fred Hammond's songs, Pages of Life. I, w- I would do that. Um, but if it was secular, it would be Stevie Wonder's, the one um, songs, of li- uh, songs of songs of life or songs of the, anyway, the one that, the, the album that he has that, um, has as on it. I love, I actually, I remember in college, I actually played that like for days. Mm-hmm. Um, those are mine. What wow, Mike, that's, that's really, really hard. When it, uh, for gospel, I would go with um, Yolanda Adams, her first album. Okay. Okay. Uh, this brings back so many memories and I would have that on repeat. Uh, the one that has, um, I, um, Praise that name. Uh, oh, goodness. I can't think of the name. I mean, the name of the song or the album right now. But I see her in like, she's like a Nubian uh, princess queen. Oh, on the, that one. I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, that one. Uh, so that album and then. There is a name. Yes. That, is so that name. Precious. It's called That Name. A name so wonderful. I want that song played at my funeral. His name speaks love. I love that song. Unconditional. Uh-uh, stop, Mike. Stop. Mm-hmm. We ain't going there. Secular. Ooh. My sister does that song. She does a really? really mm-hmm. Oh, that song is powerful. It is a powerful song. Um, Secular, I guess I go with the miseducation of Lauren Hill. You know what? That was, believe it or not, that was actually on my list. That or the Fugees. I could listen to the Fugees all day. Mm-hmm. And you know what I think? I think for me, um, you're right. It the 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 album reminds you of a point in life. Yes. And like so, when I was thinking about the Fugees, I was remembering that was our senior year in high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, ooh la la la! Like it was just like it was it was a vibe. It was a total vibe. Like it was. I just I, I remember that that was actually a fun a fun season in our life. Not Absolutely. To all our ages away, but anyway, let's see, let's see, let's see. 
Um, if you could choose any two famous people to have dinner with, who would they be? Any two famous people who Gosh. would they be to have dinner with? Oh, boy. I'm just going to say it. Go ahead. Ella already knows the answer to this. Um, Barack and Michelle. But, oh, you would choose them both. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. They're both coming. Yeah, Barack was on my... I, I was thinking Barack. I was trying to think of the second person. No, I'm going to um, have both of them. That, that's, 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 that, I just want to at my table so we can just cut up. <laughs> that would be fun. <laughs> that would be fun. Uh, definitely Barack and the second person. Oh, Mike. Hmm. They have to be alive? No, anybody. My mom said Jesus and Denzel. <laughs> Go that's ahead, Mama. Combination. I love that combination. But you know what? That's that's that that's that generation. <laughs> Jesus and Denzel, or Denzel. It's, it's really Denzel. Now Jesus, he may have been knocked off, but Denzel was going to be at the table. <laughs> Listen, do you know it's not Denzel? It's Denzel. Really? It's it's Denzel? really pronounced Denzel. He had a whole interview. It lit up the whole like internet. Yes, Mason. That his name is actually Denzel. His name is pronounced Denzel. Mason's upset about it too. I hear. <laughs> Kevin Wayman said Matthews West. What if David Johnson said currently new album of Lovekin Home called Heaven? I'm gonna check it out, David. Okay. Um, secular. Oh, Kevin said Queen's Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay. okay. Yes, I like that. Kevin also said Abraham Lincoln and FDR. Very okay. presidential. Okay. Very presidential. So you got you got Barack and who's the other person? I, I know. I was. Ooh. It's okay. I'm gonna uh, Maya Angelou. Okay. Y'all ain't gonna get much eating. We're not gonna get what? You're not gonna get much eating done. You're just gonna be talking. <laughs> That's okay. So Chabelle and I always talk about when she when she was on the Oprah and she kept on saying Oprah, Oprah, <laughs> Oprah. <laughs> Let's go ahead and take a break before we get in trouble, Crystal. We about to get haunted. <laughs> Focused on photo, versed in video. For any media brings visions to life from headshots to family shoots, casual candidates to structured scenes. Our team can provide whatever you need. In Baltimore, you may have seen us at local events such as the Poly City Tailgate or the Randallstown Romp. You can find us on all social media platforms at the number four, any media. For any media, for anything. Contact us so we can create. Well, as always, that was fun. Yes. What goes up must come down, and it looks like we're done with Headspace with Dr. Mike. Another episode is almost in the can. It was great, as always, to have you in the studio with me, Christy. My uh, pleasure. Thank you so much for uh, just being a great cheerleader and um, even encouraging me when I didn't even know I needed to be encouraged. And I want to say that publicly. Uh, many of y'all don't know that to put an endeavor like this together, um, you know, there are so many times I try to talk myself out of it. And each time I try to talk myself out of it, God sends an angel in the form of one of these awesome people on our team. Um, to just encourage me to keep on going. And so I definitely have to give a shout out to you, Christy, while you're here. Um, definitely want to shout out Chris. Um, I want to shout out Christine. Um, want to shout out um, Kim and even Kendra and Darius. And I even want to shout out, well, you know, I have to give a big, the big shout out to Shavella. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she is 
she was one of the I'm so blessed um to have her as my um as my person and um and then always little Mike and then of course my family and friends and just all you all the folk at elevation we just thank you like we're not going anywhere just so you know but I just you know you got to give the um flowers while they're up and this is that moment in my life um when I always get reflective because it's almost birthday season. Um, you know, yes. I always got to throw that in there. Of um, course. So birthday time is when I do a lot of introspection and all that stuff. And um, I'll be honest with y'all. I was really, you know, because of everything I have to do today, I was like, yeah, maybe we won't have the show tomorrow. But I was like, no, we got to have the show tomorrow because we have the show and people are there and you guys are supporting us. So love you all. I want you to have a great weekend, Christy. Mason, take care of mommy. And uh, job. all the blessings that God has for you and then some. Until next time, peace. Peace. Thanks for tuning in to Headspace with Dr. Mike. We hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to follow us on social media at Headspace DM to continue the dialogue with other Headspacers regarding today's show. Everyone is filling their headspace with something. The question is, what are you filling yours with? Tune in next week.